NBA Odds Pod on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. Right now, to honor the return of basketball, MyBookie is offering up to $1,000 in free bets using the promo code SGP. That's right, $1,000 in bonus bets on your first deposit when you use the promo code SGP. Play, win, and get paid at MyBookie.ag. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay-per-head providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Hello and welcome to NBA Odds Pod on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I am your host, Ryan McKee, and it is now week five of the NBA season. Can you believe it's already been a month? I mean, it's flying by so fast, but now we have more numbers that we can dig into. We have more stats. We have more data we can look at. That's exciting, right? Yeah. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I really just want to get to my guest. Uh, I have Chris Giordani. He is our number one DFS expert on sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Right now, he's really focused on writing uh, NFL DFS. He drops a great column uh, every Wednesday or Thursday with all the best DFS plays. He also drops a column every Sunday night with the best waiver wire ads for your season long. Um, But he's really going to be diving into more NBA DFS soon. We're going to get to that in the podcast. We, we talk about a lot of players that you should watch out for in both DFS and season-long leagues. Uh, we really just dig into the numbers of fantasy this week. We're not talking any NBA gambling, all fantasy this week. So if you're into that, stick around. You're going to love this. If you're not, we'll be back next week with more gambling stuff. Going forward, I'm going to and maybe I've been promising this too much, but you know, going forward, I'm going to try to do a better job of mixing both fantasy and gambling stuff each week, have different guests. Um, scheduling just hasn't permitted me to do that so far, but we will get there. So uh, without further ado, here is my all-fantasy NBA talk with Chris Giordani. Okay, I am here with sportsgamblingpodcast.com, one of our leading fantasy and DFS analysts. Uh, Give it up for Chris Giordani. How's it going, guys? It's going well. How are you doing, man? I am good. I'm glad you're actually, thank you for having me on here. And I was going to say, you've also saved me from tilting early on a Sunday morning with watching football. So that, that always helps to spare myself a little bit of bankroll because and talk about a sport that yeah i'm more successful in in dfs than football yeah uh i've been getting killed in football pretty much all season you know the funny thing is and this isn't like patting myself on the back nor making an excuse for myself but it had i played a lot of the plays i wrote up in the dfs articles this year i actually would have not gotten my ass kicked uh, so wait, you don't follow your own advice? 
It's a lot of the punt plays that I say I'll talk up. And then when I because I do mass multi entry and I, it just so happens when I'm, I'm crunching these out and like right up until lock. So whatever I get, I get oftentimes. And so because I put a bunch of settings in and so on and so forth, then I could boost whoever I write up however much I want, unless I force them in by hand, I don't get them. So like for this week, for example, Kenyon Barner, he, he scored a special teams touchdown. He was my dart throw at running back uh, that I wrote up. Uh, did I get to him? I think in the early onlys, I forced him in one. Uh, but yeah, I things like that that will get you. So yeah, no, absolutely. I advocate my plays all day. Uh, what I end up getting out of the generator uh, is a whole other story sometimes. Well, we are not here to talk about NFL. We are here to talk about the superior sport of NBA. I'm excited to announce off the top that uh, starting in December, Chris and I are going to trade off uh, weekdays on writing up DFS plays. Um, and that'll be free, like all of our content on sportsgamblingpodcast.com. There are way too many uh, services you have to pay for to get those uh, daily DFS plays for NBA. But we're going to do our best to guide you in the right direction. Right, Chris? I am here to slave for free at all times. So by it, when it, you just say DFS and NBA and I'm here for you, don't worry. There you go. Yeah. Chris is has no life. This is all he does. Yeah, essentially. You, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, OK, so we are here to talk about both season long and DFS. Now, because we're recording this on Sunday, it's going to drop on Tuesday night. We're not going to discuss specific slates. Uh, We're going to do our best to talk a little more generally and still give you listeners as much advice as possible that's relevant. We're still figuring out how to do this with this podcast, how the formatting is going to work. That's why Definitely want any feedback from listeners. Hit me up at the Ryan McKee on Twitter. You can send us emails at NBA odds pod at the SGPN.com. Hit up Chris at Topher Squints at right. on uh, Twitter. I don't know how many people you have uh, hitting you up right now for uh, your DFS picks. For picks uh, right now, it's football. Haven't started getting uh, the NBA love quite yet. If I can't get to a question, I do apologize if I happen to be at the old day job and it's uh, approaching a lock. Fear not. I take as many possible breaks at that time to <laughs> to compensate for that. So <laughs> yeah. I will uh, I will get to all questions all season uh, at Topher Squints, like Ryan said, uh, on Twitter and get at us in Slack. I know I, I'm not as active as I want to be in there at times because I'll be active at Twitter at the same time. I'm kind of lousy at multitasking when it comes to that. So uh, get at me on both. I'll respond to one. So absolutely. yeah, if if you're not already, please sign up for Sports Gambling Podcasts uh, Slack group. You can go you can find it at Sports Gambling Podcast.slack.com. And we're happy to answer all questions that we can. And whether you listen to our advice or not, hey, that's on you. All right, so we're talking about overperforming and underperforming teams when it comes to fantasy. And one of the first teams we wanted to touch on were overperforming as the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, nobody expected anything from this team this year, and they've actually been sneaky good. And especially when it comes to fantasy, 
you got Devontae Graham, Terry Rozier, a uh, little PJ Washington. What player you want to talk about first, Chris? Uh, I mean, you can't help but talk about Devontae Graham, uh, especially from you know any standpoint, really, when it comes to fantasy. Um, from a DFS standpoint, um, I play on DraftKings predominantly, but um, either way, uh, he's averaging, I want to say, somewhere close to 40 uh, DK points right now per game, and he's he's still only priced around 7,200, which is is a fair price now. I mean, he, he was priced down a bit before that. And uh, another one, speaking of which, uh, is Terry Rozier. I mean, he's he's killing it, and he's still under 7K. So I – well, I mean, fantasy-wise, he's doing fantastic. He's He just put up 53 DK points a couple games ago, 34 after that. So you're saying there is enough work in – Charlotte for both of these guards to play them consistently, Devontae Graham and Terry Rogier. I want to say I may have gotten a lineup last week with both of them in it. Um, it's based on the pricing. You can't, and it was a day Rozier was like, I want to say even lower than he is right now uh, for 6,700 as of yesterday, but he was, I want to say like 62, where am I? Yeah, 56, that was it. And he went off for 53 points. I mean, so yeah, he, he ends up in lineups, especially if you do like I do mass multi-entering, but yeah, there's room for both by all means. And, you know, Cody Zeller, people kind of started off hot with him. It seemed like in terms of, um, he was one of the most popular plays there for a couple of days, uh, like about two weeks or less ago. And suddenly Rozier is now among the chalkiest and I can't blame him for being that until his price, you know, meets what he's doing. So Batum was out with some injuries, but he's come back. Is there any concern with Graham losing minutes to Batum? Yeah, that I would say naturally he was pretty focal point of the offense uh, last year when he was healthy. So, yeah, naturally you'll have that. But I think the price should end up coming down to, to reflect on that. It's just going to be – I'm concerned with where – uh, things are going to settle with Rozier and all that. I mean, since he's the point guard, I don't think it should really affect him. But, you know, usage is usage. And it just depends on where the uh, the coach determines things to go oftentimes. So we'll we'll see how he works back in. Would you try to sell high on Graham right now? It would be dependent on what I could get back for him. But Like if you could get a top 50 player back. Oh, absolutely. What about the top 100? I don't know, because it just it, it, that's going to depend on how much you're gambling on Batum staying healthy for the remainder of the season. I, I would say top 50, but top 100, you know, it'd have to be like a two for one deal, something like that, because he's killing it right now. Going to take a quick break for a word from our sponsor. Attention past, present and future MyBookie players. During Thanksgiving week, MyBookie is offering a risk-free bet on the Bears-Lions game. Simply choose a team against the spread for up to $250. If you win, congrats! You've got extra holiday spending money. If you lose, congratulations as well! MyBookie will give you back all your money. It's a no-brainer because you literally cannot lose. It's no risk, all gravy, baby. It doesn't matter whether you're an experienced player or a first-time customer. MyBookie welcomes all to come to play. So quit waiting around and sign up today. Do you find yourself saying, hey, I'd like to do some sports gambling, but I don't know how? 
Don't worry. MyBookie's patient customer service team can walk you through the process. And the best part is, if you join this Thanksgiving week, you still have one last shot to take advantage of their incredible sign-up offer. Just log into MyBookie.ag and make your first deposit with promo code SGP. And MyBookie will match your first deposit dollar for dollar to jumpstart your bankroll. And that's on top of the risk-free bet. Let me repeat. That's a guaranteed deposit match and a risk-free bet for Thanksgiving only. So if you're a true football fan, you don't want to let this opportunity pass you by. You simply can't lose. Go to mybookie.ag and use promo code SGP. You play, you win, you get paid. Mybookie.ag, promo code SGP. Okay, staying in the same realm of guards that are overperforming that no one that came out of nowhere Kendrick Nunn Miami Heat I feel like they've been an overperforming team what do you, what's your thoughts there I totally agree with you to me that they're overperforming I think they came out hot Butler came out hot we have to see how consistent he's going to end up being um I don't have a concern necessarily for his health so much as just these guys keeping the yeah the pace that they actually are here like so in terms of the actual literal sense of the word pace the Miami Heat are 18th overall for the season right now so but I in terms of a scoring pace is more or less what I'm talking about and so for me I actually in my season long league I have Kendrick Nunn and Goran Dragic should I be trying to trade one of them uh and which one would that be? Is Kendrick Nunn just a sell high, but he's getting so much time. Although at some point you would think that they'd want to start playing Tyler Hero more minutes. Yeah, I, you know, I would probably try and trade off one of them, but uh, it would probably most likely be none. I think with everybody healthy, they seem to want to use Dragic in a, a six man role with at this point in his career, it wouldn't be a bad option. No, no, you're you're right on that. Um, it just I don't know if I would hang on to both, but that's up to you. Uh, I would see what I could get for either. Yeah, uh, Jonathan Isaac. He started off on absolute fire. I'm not sure what to make of this Magic team, but I don't see him continuing this production. Do you, or is he someone you'd hold on to? I would probably hang on to him, just depending because. I I feel like the guard play there is something that is that rotates and we've you know they can't really figure themselves out. I think between him and Vooch they they may end up becoming just the anchors of more consistent scoring for this team throughout the season. Uh because we've seen like if it came down to being an Augustine owner or Evan Fournier or Terrence Ross, Markel Fultz, uh yeah, no thanks because it's just it becomes a headache. I guess if I had to pick one of them, it'd be Fournier. But going back to your question of Isaac, I would hang on to Isaac. I I don't see a necessary reason why he shouldn't continue to perform. He's meeting more of the expectations people had for him preseason. Uh, so I, I would hang on to him. I would always be willing to entertain a trade outside of like a number one pick. That always gives me a problem trading away my first guy I picked unless I can't stand who I had to get. But other than that, I would enter- entertain a trade for almost anyone. What about the Sacramento Kings right now? Uh, they've 
feel like it's been a dumpster fire from a fantasy perspective and a real life perspective. Yeah, unfortunately, that is the life as a Kings fan as we know it ever since, you know, Lottie Devox fell from grace, which was, I think I was a junior in high school. People were excited about them last year and they've come in this year. I mean, there's, they've had some injury, they've had some problems, but where do we go with our Sacramento Kings right now? And is there anybody you like there going forward? I, I told you this in the pod you had me on the last time was I love the Bogdanovich here. And I actually said that I'd like him better than the one in Utah. Uh, and I stand by that uh, going forward here, especially granted. Now I have a vantage point with the statement of deer and Fox being out. Uh, but still, I love his play. Bielitsa is another one. I definitely, if I was an owner of, of him in a 12 team league, I would hang on to him. I, mm-hmm. I don't see why they get, get away from him, uh, especially with the, the health as we know it with Marvin Bagley, uh, I, the one factor that you're obviously me being a Laker fan and knowing all too well about is having Luke as your coach, <laughs> Luke Walton, that is, uh, I, I'm not sure what he'll end up doing with Buddy Heald, uh, maybe hang on to him cause you're not going to be able to shop him for much at the moment. But in terms of, I guess a Harrison Barnes, I, I like what I'm seeing out of him. I think he's kind of surprising, uh, everybody, or at least me for that matter, uh, he's coming out in, in terms of DFS, he's being priced just finally now right about where he should be. But he was for a while there slipping. And I want to say he right now, 5,500 is where he's coming in at on DraftKings. And he's putting up like between 30 and 40 fantasy points, which for that price isn't bad. Yeah, I had an opportunity to pick him up in our 10-team league when he was kind of just right on the bubble. Nobody was paying attention to him. And I'm regretting not picking him up because he has been great. I mean, I I feel like Barnes is just one of those players. He's boring. Nobody pays that much attention. But the times I've caught Kings games, he's been good. Yeah, he flew under radars, and he, he he's killing it. And, I mean, who knows? Maybe you can work a trade out with one of your Miami guys for him. <laughs> yeah but, uh, that might work um okay so talking about uh just i'm gonna open it up who have been some underpriced dfs players who've been really been outperforming their value and who should people be looking at going forward again we don't know the slates for this week but who are you been playing that's really been working out well, um, I'll just briefly reiterate it. Uh, for starters, it'd be Terry Rozier. Until that pricing catches up to what he's doing, I'll hammer the chalk all day. And it's rare that you'll hear me say that in fantasy for much of anything. I always like going contrarian. I had a hard day pushing myself over the vastly over the field last, last week on a certain day that I just said I can't deny what the projections look like here. And it paid off. Um, so... He would be the first first one I would look at because he's coming in. I don't think he'll touch the five thousands anytime soon again. But being sitting hovering in the six thousands, regardless of uh, Batum coming back or not, he's I definitely hammered that play. Um, Isaiah Thomas, he's one that's f- flown under radars now that he's off in a Washington uni. I f- feel like his usage he's. Uh, Hard to ignore. I mean, he he's coming in at let's see here, uh, just just under twenty seven percent usage uh, on average per game for the season, and also you know he's coming in at fifty six hundred, which 
he uh, right now uh point wise he's sl- he had a couple of his first blips uh with like in the 20s but before that he was in the high 30s uh for DraftKings points i think so long as that pricing stays right there and i don't see why it shouldn't come down a bit then i would look at isaiah thomas um his owner Have his minutes been limited though as he's coming back from injury or is he like full tilt now uh, well, right now, uh, he went from 24 minutes his last game to 33 before that. But I, it's looking like they're kind of working him up towards the 30-minute range uh, because prior to that, it was 29 and then 20 and 24. So I, I think he's working more towards that 28 on average, and they'll probably keep him there. Uh, so he's a guy we should be jumping on now until his pricing reflects his full workload. I would say so. I and 56 is just that's I, I would say for what today it's just about right uh, against an Orlando team pace down. But yeah, I, I don't see why. Why not? Even though he'll be a little chalky some days like today being one of them, uh, that would be one I would look at um, that. You could look at any of the pieces of the front court for Atlanta, which Jabari Parker's price tag just barely caught up to him. Uh, and even him, I would still play at 7,000, uh, not much higher than that. It's kind of hard to do that with someone who never really nets 60 or anything like that, but he gets up at, at 50 and things like, and ranges like that, I would say. Yeah, I picked him up in our season long league and he's been doing great for me. You know, I fully expect to drop him once John Collins gets back, but uh, I've been throwing him on a lot of DFS lineups and it's been working out. Yeah, how long is that suspension? Is it like 25? 20, I believe 25 games. Yeah, okay. So another, what, three weeks of this so or more? I don't know. Um, because it just depends on – because Collins is another one who's notorious with injury. Uh, I would I would probably either sell high on Parker, uh, wait another couple weeks and see what's up. But uh, he's averaging about 35, 34 minutes right now besides his last. I don't know what happened in his last outing because he he must have either gotten an early foul trouble because he did, he got three fouls for the game, but he, he only had 24 minutes against the Clippers. But that was a blowout also. So they that could probably be why they lost by 49. <laughs> so other than that, he was uh 24% usage with 32 minutes, 27.7% usage on 33 minutes the game before that against Denver. Uh, yeah, roll roll Parker so long as he doesn't cross that cusp of about 7500 on DraftKings. I'm not sure where the fair pricing on FanDuel would be off the top of my head right now cuz I haven't played there this season, but uh other than that, some other cheaper plays that i suppose i could take a look at give me a sec here i would say another one would be jeff teague uh that wiggins his price just barely caught up to him but he's just finally turned that corner and filling his role that everyone kind of assumed what he would be capable of in years past but jeff teague is one who's just barely over five thousand on on dk i'd say with you know he's averaging almost 30 minutes a game um i his usage is eh, just under 20 percent. so he, he's not doing too bad though uh, i want to say yeah he's averaging right around 30 DraftKings points i'd say he does have one performance uh in the past what 
two weeks that he put up 46 against Washington. So he's not a bad one either to, to keep in mind. Uh, Indiana, the point guards uh, over there, that's been an interesting situation too with uh, how injuries have been kind of flocking to that team. And now Aaron Holiday was chalk yesterday, I want to say. Uh, but he's coming in at about 4,900 and even that's, you know, would seem to be a tad high for him, but he's averaging eh, just close to 30 fantasy points on DraftKings, just underneath that. Great. Great. And, um, we haven't yet talked about my magical son's season, um, that I have to work into every podcast. Who are you liking there on fantasy wise? Who's priced well, who's priced under it's Ricky Rubio's Renaissance year. How can you how can you not be excited? He's he's looking fantastic. And speaking of sorry to keep using the phrase, uh, price is catching up to him, but his just barely caught caught him at in the seven thousands. He's looking amazing. Uh, there's but at this point, now that he's priced accurately and he's shooting, his shooting numbers are the best they've ever been. You got to imagine he's going to regress unless he just found out some magic potion would you keep playing him or just kind of see how it goes it's matchup dependent um of course booker i feel like it's affected booker uh negatively so far uh in a fantasy aspect uh the the team itself you guys look great man uh excited for you there (laughs) yeah yeah Thank God, because I've been having infuriating seasons with uh, the Cardinals and uh, ASU. I'm also an ASU alumni, and they lost by one point to Oregon State last night. But hey, I'm sorry, forget about that. But anyhow, uh, in terms of the Suns, yeah, I would say uh, who else besides Booker would I need to put an eye on let's see here i'd say aaron baines he's been one that's well overperforming uh and i well aaron baines has been shooting nearly 50 percent from three which that's gonna come down but how is his price compared to what how he's been playing fantastic (laughs) he's still not in uh, he's last time out he was still under 6k uh granted he performed he got seven points fantasy wise so but things happen, you know, foul trouble, whatnot. I believe that is part of what happened. Uh, but anyhow, besides that, here are his games uh, in a row, counting backwards. DraftKings fantasy points, 34, 30, 30, 38, 32, 58. Um, yeah, play him, <laughs> please. He hasn't gone over 6,000 in uh, two, of the, two of the later games. Uh, once pricing started kind of creeping up on him, that's where he was the 6,000 against the Lakers in Brooklyn. But following that, I I would still say one bad outing against Atlanta. Okay, things happen. Uh, season long. Uh, yeah, he got in early uh, foul trouble there, and that was difficult. Uh, but season long, let me jump in. And I'm going to say a lot of people are recommending that he's this is not going to continue. He's a sell high candidate unless somebody wants to give you outrageous value for him. I would actually lean towards keeping him because, yes, his three point percentage will come down and you're going to get DeAndre Ayton back. But I believe I think Monty Williams is a smart enough coach that they'll move him to the second unit. He'll be going in second unit defenses and he'll still be able to give you some great production. Agreed. 
Uh, it would be foolish uh, for them to do anything but work him into some sort of dominant role there. Um, I haven't ever... I'm sorry, but Aiton hasn't done a whole lot for me yet. Uh, from what I saw from last year, it was always a hard hard sell for me to play him. In- yeah, that was a really tough situation last season. Everything around the Suns was a dumpster fire. Um, he We only saw one game from him so far this season, but he looked outrageous. And I do have high expectations for when he comes back. I feel like Saric is another one not being talked about. He is doing quite well. Uh, It's low five thousands and averaging eh, up towards off the top of my head. He's right around 28 to 30 fantasy points and he's like 5,200. That's well on it. I believe his last outing or one of his last outings, he was 5,200. Yeah. He's, he's been a little difficult uh, uh, to play. He and every once, every once in a while, he'll really fall, have some great games and then come back and have a couple of real duds. And then randomly, like Frank the Tank will come in and have yep. some good outings. And that seems to kind of throw off. They kind of seem to alternate on who's going to have a good game. And it's tough to tell who is uh, going to do that in beforehand. Yeah. And I'm glad you brought him up, actually, because he, I think, if he stays in that low to mid 4,000 range. He's not a bad punt every night that he, he plays. I mean, in GPPs, he's definitely not a cash game play. I think he's fantastic at that price. Kelly Oubre, he's another one. So, so long as his price stays down, uh, you guys are looking solid and back to your point with Aaron Baines. I wouldn't sell him either. Great. Okay. So who are some players that are just consistently overpriced that you're just staying away from? Drew holiday would be one. There's not enough usage going to him. He had almost 40 minutes in a game recently and still couldn't muster 30 fantasy points, I believe. Yeah, he did have a 64-point fantasy outing against the Clippers. Okay, I think people have been waiting for that to happen amidst this sea of 29, 29, 24, uh, 22 coming in with, you know, $8,000 price tags on DraftKings. No, thanks. Not until I see it more consistent. Uh, and you know who's killing him is Brandon Ingram. And I, I think maybe with all these hurt guards out there and now they're starting to get what the wingmen are, are the ones that are the ones with prices flying through the roof or starting to like uh, Kenrich Williams and such. But those guys over there, I like everyone around the uh, Drew Holiday uh, from a fantasy aspect, but no, thanks. Uh on him right now. I think he's a little too overpriced. He needs to come down to the low seven thousands, maybe even high sixes. I agree. I haven't been playing him at all, but would you consider him a buy low in season long? Do, uh, do the Pelicans end up figuring this out once uh, they get people healthy? I don't see a problem with buying low. No, but I would be a bit concerned with the play because I don't know what it's going to look like with a healthy Brandon Ingram and Josh Hart and just all these moving pieces up in that backcourt. I know he's supposedly the one a, but I feel like they're, they're trying too many things. And one with Reddick in the mix, uh, it's, I, it's kind of hard to want to make that move. It would have to be somewhat, rather low for me to buy in i wouldn't be giving up any talent where you probably in that round that he was drafted no 
All right. Who are some other overpriced players? What about Russell Westbrook? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I've been fading him for, uh, well, besides the one that I happen to get crunched into a lineup uh, by accident that I didn't want. That That's the most uh, Westbrook I've had in the last two weeks. I, I've been fading him. I think he's way too overpriced. We know where the usage is going to end up going. It's straight to James Harden and Westbrook's out now. Uh, or is he coming back? Was he out just a night or something? Yeah, he's been doing, I believe they've been doing the load management with him. Okay. Okay. Back to Westbrook's pricing. Yeah. He needs to come down along with Drew Holiday. I think they both belong in the same vicinity. I know that they both have those ceilings, but until we see them capable of doing such with their starting units that they have this year and not of yesteryear, then I think pricing needs to adjust as such. How about some other names that have been a bit disappointing, like some other big names have been disappointing? Uh, Bradley Beal, Miles Turner. Where are you at with a Bradley Beal? I, I I'm a little higher on than some people. I think he's he I understand that there's the scare of how he, you know, from a DFS aspect, he only hits that ceiling uh, once in a blue moon. But that's hasn't really been the case. And his pricing hasn't been at quite as ludicrous as I remember it in past years. Uh, or at least like last year from what I specifically remember. I'm okay with him. And on a season long level, I think he's, he's fine going forward. Uh, They run it. I want to say one of the top paces in the league here. Let me see. Yeah. uh, They are sixth overall in pace. Uh, That's going to be more opportunities for the guy that shoots the ball. Uh, He's, Looked all right to me recently. I I would hang on to Beal. And who was the other player you just mentioned? Miles Turner. He's been a lot of had a lot of injury problems. Oh yeah, he he. It's hard to know what to do with those Pacers bigs. Yeah, he on the other hand, if if we're talking DFS standpoint, I don't play him. I I have a hard time even if he's in. Uh, And Sabonis, his pricing is funny uh, because. It seems like it always is lower on the day it shouldn't be and higher on the day that it shouldn't be. So like I've seen him priced up when Miles Turner is back where they shift him to the four and he gets far less of his opportunities where he has those ceiling games and he's priced almost as if Miles Turner is out and Goga's out. And I'm like, no, I'm not touching him. But uh, season long, I would have no problem with Sabonis. He probably would be kind of a tough sell uh, to try and buy high for. Uh, yeah, no, that makes sense. I, I was just going to throw in before we got too far away from Bradley Beal. He's been I have him in a season long league in categories and he's been killing me in shooting percentage. And he was even asked about it by reporters in Washington. Uh is if he's concerned about his suiting percentage numbers because he's just jacking them like crazy. And he said, no, he doesn't care at all. I Because I feel like that's a team that just knows they're bad and they're just having fun, um, the, just trying to play competitive basketball. But, God, he's killing me in category leagues. Yeah, that's like Kobe, you know. He, he didn't care. Yeah. It, it just jack him up. And, I mean, maybe that's why I, I, you know, I look predominantly more from a DFS standpoint at players first, and then I'll look at season long. Yeah, at a ro- from a Roto standpoint, that's got to hurt uh, big time. But in terms of his volume there, you can't ignore it. If he stays under, from DFS standpoint, if he stays uh, just... I'd say 96 is like the max where he's at. Uh, 
that I would want to pay for him. But when I saw him, I believe recently at like 80, yeah, 8,500, two days in a row, he put up almost 70 points both days. Uh, yeah, the, I want the volume there for sure. Any other big names uh, that are being priced high based solely on their names that you'd stay away from right now? Priced high that I would stay away from right now? I, you know... I find it, it it didn't look this way at first, but uh, Kyrie Irving, uh, he for me was he was looking fantastic, and now it's it's hard to tell on you know a night that he's almost ten k, and is he going to get me thirty eight points, forty points, or will he get up there? It just seems he's hobbled. Yeah, I, I feel like he's been hobbled for the last two years in my head. I just <laughs> the red X next to his to his name and I need to check him up till game time every day. Uh, he would be one that I I don't have his recent pricing in front of me, but I he's a hard sell for me. And just out of the gates, everything looked like awesome to me, in my opinion. Uh, I was I started playing him and it was right about then that, you know, he fell off and, that now is pricing now that I have it up. Yeah, he's still up towards 9K. And I mean, I getting me 40 fantasy points at 9K is, is not going to do it for me. So he's he's been one that I'll keep. I would say keep an eye on. I wouldn't be totally down and out on, though. That's I, obviously NBA gives us recency bias if you're uh, a competitor of it every night like myself uh, and Ryan here. So, you know, that that's an easy way to tilt off of somebody. But he's been one to notoriously kind of do that is all. And so I would just keep a watch on him and his price. I'd wait for him to kind of get to that 85. And then I think he's a a good bargain. I'm going to take a quick break real fast to, I'm going to put you in a little mindset right now. Imagine yourself in your office or your cubicle at work and you just got yelled at by your boss and you're just feeling like crap and you think man there's got to be something better more interesting i can do with my life well have you ever thought of starting your own sports book yeah and i know what you're saying ryan but i don't know how that's okay ace per head is here to help you start your own sports book they provide you with all-inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately they have top-notch customer support going 24 7 and some of the sharpest lines in the industry plus ace per head offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience get started today and ace is offering up to six weeks free just go to aceperhead.com sgp that's aceperhead.com sgp to try six weeks free you can be the bookie. Okay, so we moving completely to season long. Uh, give me some good waiver wire ads for this week. Uh, I would say, to for starters, uh, a great pickup that's kind of flying under people's waiver wire, or yeah, under the radar on the waiver wire would be uh, Colin Sexton. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's been available in our league all year. Yeah, I, I think he's definitely work, worth a look, especially, if, obviously, if you're uh, short on uh, guard play there. But he's... But, I mean, is he going to give you more than points? 
Uh, not really. <laughs> yeah, so from that's what's kept me away from him. As I said, I don't need another player that's killing my shooting percentages. Okay. Um. Then in that case, let's see someone. Who... But I mean, if you're in a league where you're, you know, where you're more of a points league, then that'd be fine. I would think. Yeah. Uh, so non rotisserie then. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Strictly points. I mean, yeah. You mentioned this guy earlier, PJ Washington. I think he's worth a worth a look as well. Uh, I I never know what to think about Ennis Cantor when he's back. So I to me he feels like streaming. You know, like yeah. he's one of those streaming players that you throw him in when you might need some rebounds, some points, um, and you need a big. But yeah, he's he's tough to play consistently. Yeah, and I guess I'd say Willie Cauley Stein is in that same sort of boat. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I. We touched on this guy for DFS earlier, but uh, Isaiah Thomas, he'll, he'll get you, uh, I think, a decent amount of beyond points. Uh, he'll get you some assists, but uh, there's Tyler Harrow's uh, available. He's another one that, I mean, he's dipped recently, which I think is why he's out there, but you kind of going back to what we were saying with the uncertainty with Dragic certain nights, and you don't know what'll be the case with none. You know, maybe if you're desperate, maybe go after Tyler Harrow. I guess you could say um, I just went and picked him up recently in our league, but uh, Donwell House, he's another one. Oh, yeah. uh, if he's available in your league, I know he's just uh, fresh or coming, should be coming back from this injury. It shouldn't be too significant because I was I was kind of frantic, like, oh, I just got this guy and he's killing it. And now do I have to drop him? Uh, but anyway, yeah, I he puts up some some great uh, rebounding numbers and such yeah let's see who else joe ingles has been if you want to talk about disappointing and i'm are you just saying he's disappointing or yeah, would I you would... pick him up because they are trying him in more of a six-man role now and that might change things for him oh i didn't know i stand corrected then i didn't know that so potentially yeah and if you're in a, i was gonna say drifting on now more to like the 12 team size 12 even 14 then yeah absolutely uh i would go grab him a jay crowder for if you need pretty solid in terms of his uh his numbers with points and uh rebounding numbers there he gets some assists uh let's see Dwayne deadman at center he's uh i guess yeah he gets minutes but not so yeah he gets close to double doubles uh with you know just between getting 10 and 10 he, he hasn't quite gotten there yet but he gets close uh, if you're in a deeper league he'd be someone i'd potentially be looking at bielitsa we talked about him earlier he's solid i don't know why why he's available and now that we're starting to see some more center play uh rotation over on the lakers uh, just to shift gears real quick I don't see a problem with going and getting McGee in a 12, uh, 12-team league. Great. All right, man. Well, thank you. I, I've, we've been talking for a while, so I'll let you go. Uh, pl- plug your podcast real fast. It's the Chris's Piss Podcast. Come give me a follow over on Twitter also. That's at CIP Podcast with two Ps. Uh, it's on iTunes and Spotify. I would appreciate any reviews and you know listen subscribe and i sincerely appreciate it thanks so much to chris giordani for being here make sure you follow him at topher squints on twitter 
he will answer your questions. Just get at him. Uh, also, make sure to follow me at the Ryan McKee on Twitter. I'll also answer your questions. I don't have anything much going on. I love talking to people online. Make sure to go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com for all our great free content. Please, as well, check out our merch store. we got some really awesome items. I have a sweatshirt. I've talked about it a bunch. It's, I wear it all the time. Um, people think it's cool. Maybe not. I think it's cool. I don't talk to a lot of people about it, but, you know, that's, that's my guy. I don't talk to about clothes. Um, make sure you're following us on Spotify, both feeds, uh, Sports Gambling Podcast and Sports Gambling Podcast Network are there. Follow us on YouTube at Sports Gambling Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Sports Gambling Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Gambling Podcast. You know all this. I'll be back next week with a brand new odds pod. We're not taking a break for Thanksgiving. We, I will have something for you. And uh, I just really appreciate you so much listening all the way through to this point. It's finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.